0: Utility Maximization Equals Description Length Minimization by John Swentworth Welcome to the Nonlinear Library, where we use text-to-speech software to convert the best writing from the rationalist and EA communities into audio. This is, Utility Maximization Equals Description Length Minimization, published by John Swentworth on the AI Alignment Forum. There's a useful intuitive notion of optimization as pushing the world into a small set of states, starting from any of a large number of states. Visually. Yukowski and Flint both have notable formalizations of this optimization as compression idea. This post presents a formalization of optimization as compression grounded in information theory. Specifically, to optimize a system is to reduce the number of bits required to represent the system state using a particular encoding. In other words, optimizing a system means making it compressible, in the information theoretic sense, by a particular model. This formalization turns out to be equivalent to expected utility maximization, and allows us to interpret any expected utility maximizer as trying to make the world look like a particular model. Conceptual example, building a house. Before diving into the formalism, we'll walk through a conceptual example, taken directly from Flint's ground of optimization, building a house. Here's Flint's diagram. The key idea here is that there's a wide variety of initial states, piles of lumber, etc., which all end up in the same target configuration set, finished house. The perturbation indicates that the initial state could change to some other state, for example, someone could move all the lumber 10 feet to the left, and we'd still end up with a house. In terms of information theoretic compression, we could imagine a model which says there is probably a house. Efficiently encoding samples from this model will mean using shorter bit strings for world states with a house, and longer bit strings for world states without a house. World states with piles of lumber will therefore generally require more bits than world states with a house. By turning the piles of lumber into a house, we reduce the number of bits required to represent the world state using this particular encoding model. If that seems kind of trivial and obvious, then you've probably understood the idea, later sections will talk about how it ties into other things. If not, then the next section is probably for you. Background concepts from information theory The basic motivating idea of information theory is that we can represent information using fewer bits, on average, if we use shorter representations for states which occur more often. For instance, Morse code uses only a single bit, to represent the letter E, but four bits, dash dash, to represent Q. This creates a strong connection between probabilistic models distributions and optimal codes, a code which requires minimal average bits for one distribution, for example with lots of E's and few Q's, will not be optimal for another distribution, for example with few E's and lots of Q's. For any random variable, X. Generated by a probabilistic model. M. We can compute the minimum average number of bits required to represent. X. Dot. This is Shannon's famous entropy formula. Minus. X. P. X. M. Log. P. X. M. Assuming we're using an optimal encoding for model. M. The number of bits used to encode a particular value. X. Is. Log p, x, x, m, dot. Note that this is sometimes not an integer. Today we have algorithms which encode many samples at once, potentially even from different models' distributions, to achieve asymptotically minimal bit usage. The rounding error only happens once for the whole collection of samples, so as the number of samples grows, the rounding error per sample goes to zero. Of course, we could be wrong about the distribution, we could use a code optimized for a model. m, 2 which is different from the true model m1. In this case, the average number of bits used will be minus x p x m1 log
1: p x m2 e log p x m2 m1.
0: In this post, we'll use a wrong model m2. Intentionally, not because we believe it will yield short encodings, but because we want to push the world into states with short. M. 2. Encodings. The model. M. 2. Serves a role analogous to a utility function. Indeed, we'll see later on that every model. M. 2. Is equivalent to a utility function, and vice versa. Formal statement. Here are the variables involved in optimization. World state random variables. X parameters. Theta. Theta. Which will be optimized. Probabilistic world model. M. 1. Theta. Representing the distribution of. X. Probabilistic world model. M. 2. Representing the encoding in which we wish to make. X. More compressible. An optimizer takes in some parameter values. Theta. And returns new parameter values. Theta. Such that. E minus, log, p, x, m, 2,
1: m, 1, theta, less than or equal to, e, minus, log, p, x, m,
0: 2, m, 1, theta, dot with equality if and only if, theta, already achieves the smallest possible value. In English, we choose, theta, to reduce the average number of bits required to encode a sample from m. 1. Theta. Using a code optimal for m. 2. Dot. This is essentially just our formula from the previous section for the number of bits used to encode a sample from m. 1. Using a code optimal for m. 2. Other than the information theory parts, the main thing to emphasize is that we're mapping one parameter value. Theta to a more optimal parameter value. Theta. Dot. This should work for many different initial Theta. Values, implying a kind of robustness to changes in Theta. Dot. This is roughly the same concept which Flint captured by talking about perturbations to the system state. In the context of iterative optimizers, our definition corresponds to one step of optimization. We could of course feed Theta. Back into the optimizer and repeat. We could even do this without having any distinguished optimizer subsystem. For example, we might just have some dynamical system in which theta is a function of time and successive values of theta t satisfy the inequality condition. Finally, note that our model m1 is a function of theta dot. This form is general enough to encompass all the usual decision theories. For instance, under EDT m1 theta would be some base model m conditioned on the data theta dot under cdt m1 theta would instead be a causal intervention on a base model m i.e. m1 theta d o m theta theta equivalence to expected utility optimization obviously our expression e minus log p, x, m, 2, m, 1, theta, can be expressed as an expected utility, just set, u, x, log, p, x, m, 2, dot, the slightly more interesting claim is that we can always go the other way, for any utility function, u, x, there is a corresponding model, m, 2, such that maximizing expected utility, u, x is equivalent to minimizing expected bits to encode x using m2. The main trick here is that we can always add a constant to u x or multiply u x by a positive constant and it will still be the same utility i.e. an agent with the new utility will always make the same choices as the old. So we set alpha u x beta log
1: p x m 2 p x m 2 e beta e
0: alpha u x dot and look for alpha beta which give us a valid probability distribution i.e. all probabilities are non negative and sum to one since everything is in an exponent all our probabilities will be non negative for any alpha beta so that constraint is trivially satisfied To make the distribution sum to 1, we simply set. Beta. Minus. L. N. X. E. Alpha. U. X. Dot. So, not only can we find a model. M. 2. For any. U. X. We actually find a whole family of them, one for each. Alpha. 0. This also reveals a degree of freedom in our original definition, we can always create a new model. M. 2 with p x
1: m 2 1 z p x
0: m 2 alpha without changing the behavior so what is this bias if this formulation is equivalent to expected utility maximization why view it this way intuitively this view gives more semantics to our utility functions they have built in meanings they're not just preference orderings mathematically the immediately obvious step for anyone with an information theory background is to write e minus log p x m
1: 2 m 1 minus x p x m 1 log p x m 1 p x m 1 log p x m 2. p. x. m. 1. h. x. m. 1. d. k. l. m. 2. x. m. 1.
0: x. The expected number of bits required to encode x using m. 2 is the entropy of x plus the Kullback-Liebler divergence of distribution of x under model M. 2. From. Distribution of. X. Under model. M. 1. Dot. Both of those terms are non-negative. The first measures how noisy. X. Is. The second measures how close the distributions are under our two models. Intuitively. This math says that we can decompose the objective. E. Minus. Log. P. X. M. 2. M. 1. Into two pieces. Make x more predictable. Make the distribution of x close to the distribution p x m 2 with closeness measured by KL divergence. Combined with the previous section, we can take any expected utility maximization problem and decompose it into an entropy minimization term plus a make the world look like this specific model term. This becomes especially interesting in situations where the entropy of x cannot be reduced for example thermodynamics if the entropy h x is fixed then only the kl divergence term remains in this case we can directly interpret the optimization problem as make the world state distribution look like p x m 2 dot if we started from an expected utility optimization problem then we derive a model m 2 Such that optimizing expected utility is equivalent to making the world look as much as possible like M. 2. In fact, even when H. X. Is not fixed, we can build equivalent models. M. 1. M. 2. For which it is fixed by adding new variables to X. Dot. Suppose, for example, that we can choose between flipping a coin and rolling a die to determine X. 0. We can change the model so that both the coin flip and the die roll always happen, and we include their outcomes in x. We then choose whether to set x0 equal to the coin flip result or the die roll result, but in either case the entropy of x is the same, since both are included. m2 simply ignores all the new components added to x, i.e. it implicitly has a uniform distribution on the new components. So, starting from an expected utility maximization problem, we can transform to an equivalent minimum coded bits problem, and from there to an equivalent minimum KL divergence problem. We can then interpret the optimization as choose theta to make m1 theta as close as possible to m2 with closeness measured by KL divergence. What I imagine this might be useful for In general, interpretations of probability grounded in information theory are much more solid than interpretations grounded in coherence theorems. However, information theoretic groundings only talk about probability, not about goals or agents or anything utility-like. Here, we've transformed expected utility maximization into something explicitly information theoretic and conceptually natural. This seems like a potentially promising step toward better foundations of agency. I imagine there's probably purely information-theoretic coherence theorems to be found. Another natural direction to take this in is thermodynamic connections, for example combining it with a generalized heat engine. I wouldn't be surprised if this also tied in with information-theoretic coherence theorems, in particular, I imagine that need-gentropy could serve as a universal resource, replacing the dollars typically used as a measuring stick in coherence theorems. Overall, the whole formulation smells like it could provide foundations much more amenable to embedded agency. Finally, there's probably some nice connection to predictive processing. In all likelihood, Carl Friston has already said all this, but it has yet to be distilled and disseminated to the rest of us. Thanks for listening. To help us out with the nonlinear library or to learn more, please visit nonlinear.org.